Let me read part of a Facebook group post. I have imposter syndrome with my weight loss accomplishments. I see all these amazing success stories, these amazing pictures, and I just don't feel like I belong, like I don't deserve it. It's really hard to deal with some days. Do you feel just like this? Well, if you do, don't go anywhere because bariatric psychologist Dr. Connie joins me to help you deal with imposter syndrome. Get ready for the holidays and new year. ProCare has a new multivitamin soft chew that comes with three delicious fruit flavors. With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our new protein powder. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 129. Are you tired of all the hype and confusion when it comes to nutrition? Eat this food. No, don't eat that food. Take this magical supplement skip certain meals, or heck, just do a detox. It's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. When it comes to your bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through all the health hype. Let's get the accurate nutrition information that you want. Simple strategies work in your real life today. I want you to feel well. Get out there do the things you want to do. You're in the right place. I'm glad you're listening. Are you receiving my weekly newsletter, Breaking Down Nutrition? You'll be the first to know about product specials and helpful tips, the latest podcasts and upcoming interviews that you don't want to miss, like today with Dr. Connie. So sign up on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Joining me in the studio is Atlanta-based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. If you're a regular listener, you know that Dr. Connie brings her A-game every visit and shares her vast experience in the mental health aspects of bariatrics. She doesn't hold back either, does she? She gets right to the core of the issues and always shares practical ways for you to improve your relationships with food, with other people, most importantly, with yourself. Today, she's doing that with imposter syndrome. You can find links to Dr. Connie's website as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare in the show notes. Well, hello, Dr. Connie. Good morning, Dr. Susan. It's great to be with you, even though my voice isn't fully working and I may break into spontaneous coughing tips. <laughs> well, that's okay. You'll just add to the excitement of the podcast, right? If you were listening in the intro, you already heard that I've got that same raspy thing going on. So we'll just do it together. So let that's me go back plan. and read again part of that Facebook group uh, post that was that I think really ties into what we're talking about. She said, I have imposter syndrome with my weight loss accomplishments. I see these amazing success stories, these amazing pictures, and I just feel like I don't belong, like I'm not in their class, their level of achievement, kind of like this isn't real and I don't deserve it. And this was all just beginner's luck, not hard work. It's hard to deal with some days. That's end of the quote. What is imposter syndrome. And as you explain it, how is it specific to our bariatric listeners? You know, that is almost, her, her post is almost an exact definition 
of imposter syndrome because basically imposter syndrome happens when a person, they're convinced, they believe wholeheartedly they haven't earned or don't deserve the success they're experiencing. Like they can't accept that I've earned this success in spite of there's ample evidence that they are in fact being successful. So people experiencing imposter syndrome feel like a fraud or a fake. So this woman, like many other post-ops who lose a lot of weight, often feel like an imposter, like this can't be me. I've always been the heavy one. I can't be the person I see in the window when I pass by and think, wow, that person looks pretty good. (laughs) And yet it is them. And there is evidence that they have done the work to lose the weight. Absolutely. Yeah, I hear about imposter syndrome a lot in business where people think, gosh, I I just can't believe I I think I'm really a fake. I can't do all of this. I really don't know how when they're absolutely trained to do whatever it is that they're, they're wanting to do. So what happens in life? Are there things that happen in life along the way that I don't know if this is the way to say it set you up for imposter syndrome? Or are there reasons from a mental health standpoint that people experience imposter syndrome? Absolutely. And of course, just like the disease of obesity itself, which is extremely complicated, so is imposter syndrome. And yes, there are some things that can set up a person for that. But a lot of times when a post-op and a post-op feels like an imposter is because they've been heavy for so long that first of all, they struggle to recognize themselves physically. That weight comes off so quickly that it's it's hard for the brain and the mind or the brain and the body to catch up. The brain has a hard time adjusting to the physical changes. And also they don't believe they're experiencing success because losing and maintaining the weight loss in the past seemed impossible. And now here they are. It's happening to me. How can this be? And too many post-ops believe, don't believe that they deserve the success they are experiencing. So, and that may come from past issues like, you know, who knows, it may be having been criticized or being teased by peers or whatever the the reason, but they don't believe they're worth having the happy, you know, uh, life of being able to get out there and do the things that their weight now allows them to do. So you really, um, as I'm hearing you say this, you have two things you have to work with now, the physical loss of the weight, the metabolic changes that go with your body from that. And of course, the nutritional changes my end, but then the, the mental changes, especially if you're carrying something along that says, oh, well, I, I don't deserve this success. So I'm not really going to keep the weight off or it's not really going to stay put or just almost the negative self-talk that sets yourself up for failure, right? You have to and deal I, with that. Yeah. I love how you put that. It's like, it's hard enough, even if you don't carry any baggage related to your thinking, but if you do, it's even more difficult. And honestly, most people think it's more women that experience imposter syndrome, but it affects males and females about the same. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. In fact, 
a few months ago, I interviewed Wayne Davis. It was episode number uh, 113. Wayne is a member of my private Facebook group, and he openly shared his story about the scale when he lost all his weight, uh, imposter syndrome, and how he had to really work on that to start to see all of his non-scale victories after surgery, as well as the scale vis- uh, uh, victory. It's a, a really great episode because here is a, a man getting very real about what yeah. we're talking about. So I'm going to, I'll put that link in the show notes, by the way, but you can also find it searching by uh, 113 is the link on it. So I'm thinking about this, um, Connie, is this a mental health disorder Well, it's not actually considered a mental health Mm. disorder when we think of like depression or anxiety. And there's really no formal diagnosis, but there are a lot of people who struggle with this, I guess we call it a syndrome. Um, About 70% of adults may experience imposter syndrome at least once in their life. And some people- Okay, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was talking about that. Did you just say (laughs) 77% of adults? So we're talking not not bariatric surgery. We're talking adults across all ages, all everything. And I don't know about you, but I know I experienced this when I went to my PhD program thinking- what am I doing here? This is for smart people. Oh, a- a- absolutely. I-, I can tell you most definitely that even though you get that degree and you're out there practicing, there have definitely been days when I've gone, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, for sure. So, yeah, I will say that it, uh, I think everyone at some point kind right. of questions things. Yeah. And you know, it occurs most often when somebody accomplishes something they didn't believe they could or don't believe they deserve. So I never thought I was smart growing up. I wasn't like the top of the class by any stretch. So it's like, how could I earn a PhD? Well, and you did. And look at you now. But that's (laughs) the reason it's so common because Mm. you, you accomplish something you didn't believe that you could, or maybe you don't believe you deserve. So digging a little deeper, um, I'm hearing what you say is that imposter syndrome can affect anyone, and it definitely affects 70% of adults at some point. But if it affects those who've had bariatric surgery, do you see it in specific ways? Like I'm going back to the quote in the in the Facebook group, where is it specifically just to the scale and that mind-body uh, situation? much like nutrition or how, when you're dealing with this, with your bariatric patients, what do you see as the biggest issues? Well, you know, you can see this expressed as anxiety and a lot of it it can cause a person a lot of stress, but it's really about fear. So what happens is we're comparing our external achievement. I've lost all this weight to our internal feeling like, wait a minute, I'm the chubby kid. I'm the grown heavy woman, right? So I've lost all this weight, but that doesn't match what I believe about myself. So if the internal evaluation doesn't match up with the achievement, then we're afraid we're going to be found out. Somebody's going to discover that this isn't really me and it's very linked to perfectionism. And I chuckle when I say that because so many of the bariatric population struggles with perfectionism. Talk about that a little bit more, because I think people are going to go, wait a minute, what? Imposter syndrome is related to perfectionism. Right. Okay. Explain that, where people think they have to perform perfect all the time. 
Because right, I, can, I can see that being um, tied to failure and, and what right. they think is their nutrition. So talk more about that. Yes, because they think if they're, if they're going to be successful, they have to do the nutrition perfectly. They have to do the exercise perfectly. They have to live like as a, life as a perfect human being. And that's impossible. It doesn't even exist. So if you go into your life thinking, I've got to be my best all the time, and then when you're human and you're not 100% effective, then you end up feeling incompetent, which can lead to anxiety, which causes a lot of internal stress. So it's helpful, even though it's difficult, to change this view of perfection so that you can combat this imposter syndrome. It's like, well, if I don't expect myself to be so perfect, then maybe an imperfect person can achieve weight loss. And you so, start to view it differently. When you're giving yourself that negative self-talk of, I'm not perfect, I just can't do this, I can't be perfect all the time, I'm feeling stressed, blah, blah, blah. What is, uh, would you say from your standpoint, what do you tell yourself? What is a sentence, a few words that you can tell yourself to help break that pattern of perfectionism in your mind? Right. Do I, I, I say to myself, and this is literally the truth, it's like in, in some aspects, like if I'm thinking about the weight or I'm thinking about an imperfection in my body, I think of all the now 8 billion people on the planet, how many of those others are thinking about this? And the answer is none of them. Nobody really cares. Just like you don't really care about the people you love and any of their imperfections, right? It's like, so I say I'm human, just like everybody else. Right. And love yourself for exactly who you are. Exactly. You know, not perfection. Gosh, yeah. if I <laughs> if people had to love me per, for perfection, there wouldn't be many people in line. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, because, I yeah, mean, gosh, life is so, no, got to love yourself we for all who you have are. too high of expectations of ourselves, even though we, we are so willing to be gracious with other people. Absolutely. Loving the people for who they are. And I do, th I know we talk about this a lot, but I see it so much um, on the internet and from influencers who just are so popular and huge numbers and they sell a look that's not achievable for 99.9% .9 of the population. Right. And I get very frustrated by that because I see in the case, let's say it's a woman influencer who just happens to be born with the great looks and body and this, that, and the other, who doesn't have to do a lot to do to keep that going. And right. um, the rest of us have to work at it you yes. know, just to, to feel good and look good and be healthy so that we're happy with ourselves. And I do think that a lot of this social media pressure feeds this perfectionism that only sets us up for failure. There's no doubt. So getting into the nitty gritty, I always like to do, how are we going to deal with this? How can our listeners go about combating imposter syndrome? So give us some specific how-tos. You know, an easy and re, uh, a thing that will help everybody feel better, I think, is talk about it with others. And what you're going to find out is you are so not alone because obviously, right? 70% of people 
deal with this. So as you talk about it with others and realize that so many other post-ops are just learning who they want to be. You know, a lot of people say, I don't know who I am. Well, this is a, a great way to say, okay, I don't have to be an imposter and I can figure out who I want to be. What's your clothing style? You know, you, you've had so few choices in the past, you know, so you now get to learn who you want to be. Are you really a wallflower or was that related to your weight? So talk about this with other people and you'll find out you're not alone. Also, give yourself permission to recognize the work that you've put into this. You have done the work. There's nothing easy about weight loss, regardless of how it's obtained. So celebrate what you are doing. You are living a healthier lifestyle. You are making healthier choices. And then look in the mirror, not on social media, which we were just talking about. In other words, compare you to you, compare yourself to yourself, not that person who is one in however few that was born with better genetics than 99% of us. So compare you to you and say, you go me. You go me. That's I love that. You go me. (laughs) That's our new statement for the year. All right, everyone listening with me. You go me. (laughs) You go me. That's right. And check things out. You know, check out your thoughts and your feelings with friends or a therapist because, you know, we're we're not always our best judge of ourselves. We we do struggle with cognitive distortions. We look in the mirror and go, That can't be me. I can't I can't be that woman in there with a healthy weight. I don't buy clothes in a regular store. So it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's a struggle to get to that place of accepting the healthier version of you. So talk to other people about it when you can't be a good judge for yourself. And really, you're not alone. Think about what your definition of success is. If your definition of success is looking like, you know, the Victoria's Secret swimsuit model, well, forget about it. None of us are ever going to succeed. No. So it's, <laughs> it's just that definition of success, which means being at a weight that is healthy for the body that I am in. And, let and go being okay with that. In fact, yes. love it and loving that. Not just being okay with yes. it, but loving it. Absolutely. Accept that's who you are and go, I, I love that. This is me and what I can do with this body. And watch that self-talk. Oh my gosh, so valuable. Okay, as we wrap up, what haven't you told us that we need to know? <laughs> Live in reality. <laughs> Live in reality. Yeah. The reality is this is common. You're not alone. And a lot of it has to do with your own thinking. So get some help and check that out. And take good care of your health by staying in touch with Dr. Susan and get whatever kind of, you know, emotional support you need. I'd love that. Thank you, Dr. Connie. Always appreciate your time, your willingness to deep dive into these topics and the information. So helpful. Thank you. You are so welcome. And thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity a lot and really appreciate the listeners too. So you heard what Dr. Connie just said. That, that no perfectionism needed, love yourself. And remember, we have our group, our private Facebook group, and we talk about everything in there. So if you want a place to talk about how you're feeling, come join us in the private Facebook group. 
Um, so I will put that link in the show notes as well, but it's bariatric surgery success with Dr. Susan Mitchell. You can find it on Facebook. Join us. It's private. You, what you say stays in there. It's a good place to come. And also remember what she just said. I love this. You go me because you are worth it. Bariatric surgery success with dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories LLC, all rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.